Welcome, FitRec family. 2020 is shaping up to be a very important year for FitRec on a number of fronts.、Uh, we recently received a prototype of our app written in native code.、Uh, it looks amazing so far. It was amazing. Yeah, it's totally fast, it's smooth, it's going to be a great user experience for、uh, the entire family.、Uh, huge props to our development team down at Dynamia.、Uh, we've got a couple of events lined up as well for 2020. Uh, go ahead and check out our events page at www.fitrec.com/events to register for either our kickball event that's happening in Germantown, Maryland, or our 5K color run that's happening down in South Padre、uh, Island, Texas.、Uh, today we have a special guest in our studio, Dr. Alice Langholt. Yes, hello. Great to see you.、Uh, we also have、uh, FitRec CEO Anthony Bastillo in the studio as well. It's great to be back. Yeah, this is a treat. Three times in a row. I know it's crazy. <laughs>、uh, this is our latest episode in our Spotlight series, the first for 2020, where we try to highlight leaders in our industry as well as bring in subject matter experts to set things straight. About their particular field of health and wellness. Today,、uh, Alice will help our FitRec family to discover what Reiki is and how it can become an integral part to your health and wellness. But we'll jump right into that right after the break. All right, on today's podcast, we're highlighting Alice Langholt, Dr. Alice Langholt, who specializes in a unique area of health and wellness called Reiki. Am I pronouncing that correct? That's perfect. All right, welcome to the podcast, Alice. Thanks.、Uh, so, Alice, what, what is Reiki?、Uh, what, what, are some, uh, what are some of the s- kind of、um, hallmarks or, or highlights of this technique? So, Reiki is an energy therapy. So, just like there's physical therapy that's for your body. Reiki is therapy for the rest of you. Your thoughts and your emotions, your stress levels,、um, all of the stuff that physical things don't really、um, adjust. <laughs> mm, so mm. think of it as a way for you to have a whole wellness. It handles stress relief and pain relief and it increases your health. It helps to bring the whole mind body into balance and that increases relaxation. Promotes healing and Jesus just feels so nice. You know, it's really peaceful. Yes. And it, it has no more than a slight light touch. There's no squeezing or smushing or pulling or anything necessary like that.、Mm. Um, and no belief is required. It's not a religion. And so you can come into Reiki with an open mind and no more than that. And it's just a natural healing method anybody can enjoy. How'd you get into it? So I got into it,、um, gosh, it was many years ago. Well, like about 13, a little more than 13 years ago, I was、uh, pregnant and walking around at school with、um, my p- older ch- children. And、uh, a parent came up to me and just kind of pitched it to me. She was like, Oh, hey, you're pregnant. And I'm like,、uh, Yeah, duh. You know, it's <laughs> like, Come on. And she said, Well, you should learn Reiki. And I said, What's that? Raking、uh-huh. the leaves? Like, I thought maybe she was talking about raking. I、know? thought that was what it was initially <laughs> when, so, we were there, when we were meeting with the chamber. Someone had said reiki, and I thought they said raking as a part of, our, as a part of health and wellness. I was like, okay, raking that's is a good, that's a good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. physical activity. Yeah,、exactly. um, it may be a physical activity, but, but it's, it's different. It's not different. at all yeah, like raking all like leaves. No, thank goodness. And she was like, no, no, reiki is an energy healing method for,、uh, that can help you with pregnancy discomfort. And help you in labor. Like, she knew how to pitch it to、uh-huh. a pregnant lady. I'll tell <laughs>、oh, you, you know, you say that to someone who's pregnant, they're going to be like, What? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tell me more. So, that's like how it started. She became my first teacher. 
and um, was my introduction into Reiki healing. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what would you say are some of the benefits that Reiki may have that's kind of beyond or, or over what might be considered sort of traditional treatments that employ sort of more physical um, uh a more physical interaction. Manipulation. Yeah, exactly. manipulation. Yeah. So so what I love about Reiki is that it's just so t- totally natural and holistic. You don't – it does – and it doesn't interfere with anything else you're doing. So you can add it to your health and wellness routine and it can only increase your health. It can only help you even more. So whether you're doing the traditional route or you're starting with something more natural or you're trying something more natural after something medical mm. didn't work for you um reiki helps you like harness your body's own innate powers for healing on a whole different level than um taking medicine and i'm not saying there's something wrong with medicine like i said it's complementary but it doesn't interfere and it promotes this relaxation response which is what reduces pain and allows the body to heal more effectively because when we're stressed or in pain or feeling sick our body heals slower because it's dealing with all of that first mm-hmm. yeah. and this like creates this beautiful relaxation response that just amplifies the body's healing ability so mm-hmm. i was reading one of your books and you gave a little bit of background of uh, where reiki came from i was wondering if you could just tell the lis- listeners like where it comes from you know kind of the background of it you know that's a great question um reiki comes from japan it's a japanese word mm-hmm. uh in 1922 so it's I guess almost a hundred years ago, really. Mm. It feels like it wasn't that long. But yeah, in 1922, there's a Japanese Buddhist named Mikao Usui. And he uh, went on a long meditation by himself. And while he was out there, he just became aware of a connection to life force energy. He was not just aware that he has life force energy, but aware that he could manipulate it uh, at will. Mm-hmm. By intention, by directing it, by thinking that he wants his energy to do something, to speed healing or things like that. And he um, created this, or I guess he developed this method of talking about it, of sharing it, called Reiki. And Reiki in Japanese means like life force energy that is like mysteriously guided. It's kind of a very like out there kind of a name, but the idea is that we are going to bring some energy into us to help us come into balance. Mm. And I don't give other people my energy when I'm giving a Reiki session. I'm actually just facilitating a transfer of energy for them that basically comes from the universe. It comes from all around us, but it's not polluted with our own stuff. So Yeah. So I had a rinse. friend that told me something similar, like when he was doing uh, Tai Chi, basically. And yeah. so that's one of the instructors where had, you know, was Tai Chi instructor, but also used that kind of method as well in, in within his, his students as well. So. Yeah, moving energy, mm. but mm. but receiving it too. It's not just like moving your own energy around because the problems with us is we get like so polluted. We get like bogged down by stress and by self-doubt and by, you know, just pain and illness and those kinds of things. And this is a way of helping to clear that blockage and replace it with something that's better. So can you like um, help us understand the difference between what is – good energy and you've been using the word polluted energy 
Can you help? Yeah, it's really like being out of balance. There's no like it's not like bad energy. You have bad energy. It's just like I just have heavy energy, or my energy is just sluggish and slow. Like that happens when we are just stressed and just carrying a whole lot of responsibility and feelings, really mm. bogged down and tired. <laughs> yes, you know, every all of us True. can go through that at any given period, and so many things make us feel that way. Gosh, I mean, you know, the media. You know, just focusing on the news too much can just make you feel just so like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know. Or just sometimes our jobs or sometimes our families or just the things that happen to us that make us feel sad or frustrated. I mean, all of that, it affects our energy in a way that just makes it sluggish. So I'm not talking about good and bad. I'm talking about balanced and out of balance. Gotcha. So Reiki helps bring balance back to our system. Okay. Um, so I'd like to ask you another question about like what a a typical session might look like. And, and for what I understand, Anthony, you um, you told me that you were going to have an initial session with Alice. Uh, so first, Alice, if if you can describe what a typical session kind of looks like, and then maybe after Anthony, if you uh, you might be able to give your perspective on, 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 on it yeah. uh, from your point of view. Cool. Yeah, that was really nice uh, having you at my office yesterday. It was fun. <laughs> and uh, offer, showing you what it's like. You know, I really I really love my office, first of all. It's a very <laughs> relaxing place, and it's decorated really nice. You know, most people can't say that about their office. No, yeah. Right? <laughs> I really set it up to have that atmosphere, so the second you walk in, you just feel really like, ah, oh, this is a nice, relaxing place with soft music. It smells nice, and mm-hmm. everything's just, like, decorated in a very serene way. But, um to come have a Reiki session, the sessions are 60 minutes long. You, We talk a little bit about how you're doing. Um, you take your shoes off and you lay on top of my massage table, which has a blanket and a heated pad with healing stones underneath just to make you feel it was very nice. extra cozy. <laughs> yeah. right? And uh, just play some soft music. And then um, I might move, I'll move around you at various times. Um, lay my hands gently maybe on your shoulders. But most of the time, my hands are just going to hover above you. You close your eyes and just, you don't have to have any effort at all. You don't have to try to meditate or concentrate or try to feel something. Just Mm. letting the sensations come to you and letting yourself become awash in the peace of a Reiki session. Mm. Um, And and I might tell you, if you'd like, what I notice. Because as I'm giving a Reiki session, my intuition is giving me information about various places that you are receiving more energy or that your energy is unclogging or something like that. And I can tell you what that means because the various places on your body – um, have are, are governed by certain energy systems called chakras. Mm. And these chakras all handle various aspects of our well-being. So if I notice a lot of energy going to like your stomach area, that's called your solar plexus chakra. And that chakra is all about where stress goes. Mm. It's our sense of confidence or feeling out of control, which is basically the opposite. Mm-hmm. So if I notice a lot of energy going there, or that that chakra is doing something that feels like it's sending out debris <laughs> to my hand, then I'll say, ah, you know, this chakra is releasing some of your stress and instead helping to balance you so that you feel more confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, when I first entered, so I'm, I'm very open to all sort of healing. 
uh, I've been in uh, more in the Western medication uh, medicine role because I've been here as an ICU nurse, ER nurse, and different capacities uh, here in the U.S. doing different types of medicine. But I've always done from I've done acupuncture and you know all sorts of stuff. Um, just because I believe like wellness as a whole. It, I mean, there's right. different techniques that you can holistic. use. Yeah, holistic techniques that you, you can definitely use uh, to kind of you know center yourself back. And so uh, it was very interesting coming into your office. It was very calming, even from like the light and the mood, the smell. Now, all those are all very important, right? Especially when mm-hmm. you're coming into these things. Um, and so it was very, it was very nice being able to walk in there and, and just kind of sense all that stuff and almost like a calming peace uh, sensation. The other thing is that, um, you know, I think you have to be a little open-minded, especially since you're, you know, if you're not used to, you know, going and going through these sessions or doing something mm-hmm. like this, it's very different. Um, you know, it's not like a massage where you know you're going to expect a massage. You know, like gotcha. this is what you're going to get. Yeah. You know, and then. So, you know, laying down there, I mean, for me, I'm, I work over 90 hours a week. It's very busy. I'm always thinking. I'm always on, on the go. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. And so when you're able to sit there and just relax, you know, it's almost a sense of awareness of what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. how your body feels, you know. And so at the beginning of the session, just being able to relax and finding some awareness of like what I'm doing, where I'm at, and just kind of clearing my mind. And then as, as uh, Alice was like kind of going over me and seeing me, I did ask her just to tell me like what you're doing and kind of like if I'm supposed to be feeling or some sensation. And then probably that was maybe 15 minutes into the sessions and then I just stopped. I didn't ask any more questions only because I just wanted to see mm-hmm. what I was experiencing feeling. Right? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of just drew a blank and I just had an open mind to things. And funny enough, uh, you almost feel <laughs> these weird sensations. Um in your body, like it's just weird. In the different chakra areas that you know she may speak about, uh, one was on my chest that I felt, uh, you know, a little bit of. The other was um, what's that called? On my what oh, chakra is that? That's the heart chakra. That's yeah. the heart chakra. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The other sense for a nurse, you know. <laughs> <laughs> then was some was on my throat and jaw area. Uh, that was one that I was uh, kind of feeling as well, and then uh, a little bit in my kind of uh, umbilical area, and it's a it's. It's a weird I – I don't even know how to explain the sensation. Um, it's not like a prickly. It's it's just this weird kind of feeling that I don't even have – I can't have a word for it or can't think of it now. But um, – and it's not a sensation that you feel consistently. It may be – maybe last – five to ten seconds you know Mm -hmm. but you really have to be aware you know and i wasn't trying to look for things i was just emptying my mind and doing those Mm -hmm. things i can tell you for that the session that i was there for i I came back out more relaxed you Mm -hmm. know more focused and more clear-headed than Mm -hmm. anything else um i wasn't there for any particular reason for like pain or anything like that right i just wanted to be able to experience it Mm -hmm. and so coming to that it was more of a you know probably this you know yesterday and then today just being more clear-minded you know and i don't know if that you know that was because of you know the energy that you know was balance back that I had. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely an experience that I think everybody should try and should consist with is to stay with, right? I've done meditation. I've done all sorts of things as well. But I, I, this was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I, it was enjoyable. Now, is that something that's uh, an expected result from many of your clients in terms of um, like immediate uh, benefit? Oh, absolutely. I mean, relaxation is the number one thing that a person can expect. Mm-hmm. And having sensations and things during the session is a wonderful thing that most people 
experience and some people see colors and some people see images or have thoughts that come through their minds. Uh, some people talk during their session and other people mm -hmm. just like they like a quiet session. Um, it's really like whatever you want. It doesn't disturb me or anything or mess up my concentration to have to talk with you while you're having your Reiki session. Um, and and. Most people also, if they, I, I do see a bunch of clients that have various things. They say, well, I have so much stress. I mean, mm. that's like most of my clients have a lot of stress. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what kind of clients do you typically see? Stressed out clients, <laughs> number one. Anxiety <laughs> comes along with that for a lot of people. I do have some clients that have various health conditions. I have one client who's dealing with cancer. I have another, oh. I have two clients dealing with Lyme disease. Oh, um, yeah. One who has chronic pain. Um, so I have various uh, people come with, to me f with various things. Someone else is going was just going through a terrible breakup and having a lot of heartache, and coming to me for some just some peace from the grief and and the pain of rejection and, mm -hmm. and all of the stuff related to that. And it just brings everyone to a peaceful place. And so pain levels come down. Um, people, mm -hmm. my Lyme disease clients have more energy. Uh, because Lyme disease can really take away your energy and drain you, make you exhausted at a very early time in the day. And this like has been helping them consistently with having more energy, more and more and more. So some people come in, if you're, if you're well and, and generally, you know, in a good place, then, you know, come about as often as you might go for a massage. You know, you come like every month or two. But if you're dealing with something that's more pervasive or, or intensive, then you should come more often just like you would see the doctor more often or take medicine more often because having um, your energy replenished and, and a continued amount of Reiki being brought to you can really help um, speed your healing and help your body have the energy it needs and the resources it needs to have a much better healing experience. So, there's a, a couple of things. I, I think for awareness, I think when you walk out of there and you see what's going on and what's happening, I think that one thing that you, I do feel is that you're aware of things more going mm -hmm. on with your body and what's happening. So that was a big thing for me is, is focusing. But the thing as well is that you can teach yourself, right? You can be able to teach yourself on how to experience it or... Well, okay. Um, so you can you can't teach yourself Reiki. Mm. Um, you can teach yourself all other kinds of healing methods that mm. are not Reiki. Like there's one called Quantum Touch. That's a one that you can teach yourself. Though it helps to have a teacher. Um, but there are some kinds that you can read a book and start to just really try to practice, like Qigong. Also, but Reiki, you need a teacher to give you something called an attunement. Mm -hmm. You can learn by reading a book, definitely. And I wrote a book called Practical Reiki that you can read and it just explains things very clearly. But you can't be a Reiki practitioner from reading the book. Mm -hmm. You need an, a teacher to give you an energy transmission, which is called an attunement. And that actually kind of flips your switch, makes it possible for you then to practice Reiki and do it on yourself or other people. And there are three levels, and there's one attunement per level. And at mm. the third level, then you can actually pass attunements to other people. It's How long does a training like that take? So um, the typical kind of Reiki is called Usui Reiki, and it's not the one that I teach. But this one is much more complicated. It involves hand positions and symbols and very long classes and long amounts of practice. But the one that I teach is called Practical Reiki, and I developed it. It doesn't have any symbols and no hand positions necessary. It's really created to be very organic or mainstream friendly mm. and it works really really well and so it's a very much a, a very short process turn turn the energy on tell it what to do and pay attention i mean i use regular ways of describing you know so this method could actually if you were really going to work on it and do your self-healing practice do the practices in the workbook a person could actually learn it all the way through level three in as little as a month 
Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, great. I, you know, as uh, Anthony was saying, you know, coming into the session with an open mind, and I think that's um, uh, that might be one of the things that kind of uh, is that 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 barrier that a lot of people need to get over. And so I wanted to give you a chance here uh, sort of towards the end of the episode to kind of address um, sort of the, the, the skeptics that might be out there. And Alice, if you want to, you know, kind of uh, I want to give you this chance to kind of really address some of those more controversial reactions to Reiki. Um, so, so first, in your time of practicing Reiki, what have you felt has been uh, one of the biggest sort of misconceptions about the technique? Um, some the biggest um, barrier that I that I face in various times is that there are people out there that think Reiki is fake. They mm. think anything you can't see is fake. I guess I don't understand how they relate to things like electricity or love. But anyways, they think Reiki must be fake because it doesn't look like much is going on. Or mm. or, I, or and then there's people out there that are like discrediting Reiki. And there's the people that think it's fake. They're very vocal about it or they tend to be like disruptive to like the Wikipedia page and, mm. you know, don't trust Wiki anyways. But, you know, people that go looking for information are going to see a lot of like it's fake, it's real, it's fake, it's real. And, you know, no, it's good. No, it's not, you know, and, and, and a lot of that. And so I created a course called How to Talk About Reiki to Anyone. Mm-hmm. And also I created a course called Who Are You and Why Have You Become So Strange? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting course name. <laughs> it's a great name, right? <laughs> it, it's really there to to help us understand paradigm shifts that occur once we start learning something that's like outside the norm right. for us and how right. to talk to people that are not there yet, you know, right. and how to understand, you know, where you stand and what you would do, you know, and how, you know, when you're starting to learn something that's outside of your paradigm. So that's a thing is just to be able to get someone to have an open mind mm. and to be able to not be hurt by the people that are like, oh, Reiki is such – oh, that's BS. That's not real. Oh, you're doing mm. some stupid thing, you know, when I'm like the the results really speak for themselves. Right. Yeah, and I think for people to understand, no one listeners to understand, have an open mind, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, just because you don't or you haven't seen it or, you know, haven't experienced it. At least try it, you know, try it and then go in that. And, and it might take one or two times, you know. For me, I felt something right away. It was very, you know, I, I wasn't really trying. I wasn't really trying to focus on anything. I just opened my mind and just kind of relaxed. Mm-hmm. And so just, you know, give it a shot, you know. And then you can, if it does work for you, great. If it doesn't work for you, there's many other things that can keep going and you can do it. But I just want to, for us, for the Spotlight Series, is that I want to do holistic wellness as well you know yeah. we're talking about doing the gym and we're having fitness trainers and we're having things but there's another side to this as well right you know and that's been practiced for many many years yeah so what about you alice what would you say what would you say to somebody who's listening on this podcast and saying you know i don't know you know what what would you say to them to kind of take that last step to 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 try out reiki for I would, the first time i would say that um a hundred percent of the people that come to me in my office for an hour-long session leave feeling good I would say you have nothing to lose by trying. Um, And I would also say to back up my cred just a little bit that I do have a PhD. Uh, My PhD is actually in uh, metaphysical parapsychology. I study the relationship between healing and consciousness. And I even have used technology to look at the ways that our bodies respond to energy work mm. and i have some of that technology in my office if you want to try it i have an aura camera which works on very scientific principles that's my next session 
It's so uh, cool. Is it? It's so cool. I'm telling you, this thing was like very, very expensive. I took out a loan and bought it so that I could use it for my dissertation. Mm-hmm. But it works on a very scientific principle called skin conductance, which translates oh, then in it shows various things about the body, all these different systems on a graphic representation. Mm-hmm. And then it's very easy to make it change by thinking a certain way or breathing a certain way or receiving Reiki. And it's um, pretty amazing. So, like, I have some scientific backing for the things that I'm doing and I can show you. And also I want to say that, you know, I also have the backing of a medical board because I did write a course for nurses um, called Practical Reiki for Nurses and Caregivers. And it's a way to teach nurses how that they can uh, learn Reiki for helping themselves and helping their patients in the real-world setting of their job. This course actually is approved by – it's the Ohio Board of Nursing, but it's reciprocal and most states will accept them for nurses that want to learn how to do this. So it's not only going to enhance themselves and their own wellness, but it's going to help them help their patients and have a better patient care relationship. Mm. I gave Reiki for two years at the Cleveland Clinic when I lived in Ohio and also at a cancer support center, and I'm currently also a hospice volunteer giving Reiki to people who are uh, receiving hospice care. So I take this really, really seriously. I'm studying and learning new healing methods all the time, and all I want to do is to educate and help people experience wellness on a level that they probably didn't even know that they could. That's great. Um, you know, we we met Alice at um, uh, the chamber meeting for health and wellness, and and uh, the moment Alice began talking about Reiki, I was like, oh, we got to get her on a podcast so she can talk about some of this stuff because I'm I'm sure there's a lot of misconceptions out there. <clears throat> so it's uh, it's been great, uh, and I, I want to give you an opportunity now just to kind of um, talk about um, talk about your your practice and you know what. Who do you? What area do you serve? Where where can we find you? You know some of that stuff. Oh, excellent! Yeah, thanks so much. I'm I'm really thrilled to be here. To be honest, and I, I'm like so honored and excited to be able to share this because the more people that know about Reiki, the happier I feel because it's just really so great. That's but, right. Yeah. Um, I have an office in my as we mentioned, my office is in Gaithersburg. It's very accessible. There's free parking, um, and it's really easy to find. I have a website. Uh, it's called Reiki Awakening, and Reiki is spelled R-E-I-K-I, and then the word awakening.com. Um, at ReikiAwakening.com, you can see um, more information about Reiki and how it helps, and you can even make an appointment. You can even have a free 15-minute consultation with me over the phone if you'd like, uh, and you just click and you make the appointment, and it's very easy, and uh, you don't have to call me, you know, you don't have to try to contact me and wait for me to call you back. I mean, you can just, like do everything right there online and there's all different kinds of appointments available like you know of course an hour in my office or if you want to learn reiki you can even click to sign up to take a one-on-one training with me um there's i also offer some different kinds of things besides reiki i offer of course uh, aura camera readings which i mentioned and you can have that even in combination with your reiki session I also am a practitioner in something called EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and that is also known as tapping, and it's a wonderful technique to also assist in releasing phobias Mm. and self-limiting beliefs and even PTSD. And so I do that with clients as well, and sometimes in combination with a Reiki session to really get into helping you um, shed some of the stuff that's really holding you back. And that has been extremely powerful for some of my clients, and I recommend it very much. I also do angel card readings, 
um, which, you know, are a way to get guidance about some areas of your life that you could focus more on. And also I do intuitive uh, counseling, which is a way of um, you'd come with, to me for an hour and a half. We'd really talk about what your goals are and what you want to achieve and use different holistic tools and intuitive tools to help uncover ways for you to really get there. It's a very goal-oriented series of sessions. So I have a lot to offer, and I just love my work so much. And so I really hope that you'll you know check it out, come make an appointment, ask me questions, send me email. Mm. You can definitely contact me and I will do my very, I will get back to you quickly and do my very best to help you in whatever way you want. It sounds like you offer a smorgasbord of, of services uh, and your passion is, is definitely evident. We can definitely tell your energy yeah. from um, just having you in this room together. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about, Anthony? No. Like I said, I think you'd uh, give it a shot. I think people need to uh, go in there and give it a shot and uh, see how that works uh, for them. Um, it's not going to hurt anything. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for getting into the studio with us today, Alice. Um, we're so thankful that you were able to come out and talk uh, to our FitRec family about Reiki. Uh, for all of you out there, uh, we'll have Alice's information, all of that website stuff, uh, in the uh, links below. Um, and as always, you can find out the latest updates and what's happening with FitRec on our website, www.fitrec.com. Join the FitRec family by downloading our app on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store today. Uh, if you're out there and you're struggling with motivation, inspiration, or maybe you're just confused about how to get started, uh, the FitRec app might be the first step for you to, to get connected with like-minded folks right in your neighborhood. Uh, for sure, if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, subscribe so that you can get the latest and greatest health and fitness news, profiles, and information on the health and fitness world. Uh, as a part of the FitRec family, we hope you discover that uh, when it comes to your health and wellness and fitness journey, uh, we're better together. Thanks for listening. Bye. Till next time. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.